welcome to your One Wild and Precious Life podcast. You're in for a real treat today. I've invited my mentor, Master Certified Coach Corinne Crabtree, to join me on today's podcast. She's a big deal. Not only has she lost 100 pounds and kept it off for 15 years, she took her passion and helped thousands of women in her No BS Weight Loss Program with 10,000 members and growing. I'm honored to say I completed her advanced weight loss coaching certification earlier this year, and my coaching and my life has been transformed. And my coaching has her stamp of approval, and I'm so humbled by that. What drew me to Corinne is her approach to weight loss. It's different. Corinne teaches us to go back to the basics and actually listen to our bodies again and help women lose the mental weight that stalls weight loss. I guess you can say Corinne and I are on a mission to help women live the life of their dreams in the healthy body they were meant to have using the best coaching tools on the planet. Oh my gosh, that was so good. (laughs) Thank you. Oh my goodness. Thank you so much for being here today. Oh, I'm excited. Your class, you guys have just wowed me. Like just starting podcasts and getting out there and changing the world. And I I don't know, I just, I love your whole class. (laughs) Oh my goodness. We are so grateful because we're all such good friends now and, and, and we help each other become the best versions of ourselves and you brought us together and oh my gosh, thank you for being here. My audience doesn't yet know about thought work and coaching and I'm passionate to tell the world about it. I feel like I have the cure to cancer and right. I just want to scream from the top of the rooftops. Like you have to learn about this stuff. Like I read all the self-help books and And I went to psychiatrists and counselors and nothing ever helped me until coaching and thought work. Like Mm -hmm. one of my clients the other day said to me, she's like, everyone always told me to fix myself. And until now, I didn't know how. And I just don't want anyone else wasting this amount of time like I did. So do you remember when you first learned about thought work and that thoughts caused your feelings and not the outside world? Yes. So what's funny is, when I lost weight, this was 15 years ago. I was not a self-developer. Like I didn't read the books. I didn't do any of that stuff. But somehow organically, I had figured out, I think I have to quit talking to myself like a jerk all the time. (laughs) Just noticing that when I'm being mean to myself, I tend to eat and I get very stuck in my weight loss. And what happened was as I was losing weight, I was just having moment after moment where... I would notice the old me would say things like, you know, you know, you can't lose weight or if the scale would stall, I would say things like, you should just go back to eating. And it was like, it was this moment of clarity for me as I was losing weight. I was like, that's how the old me thought. And that got me nowhere. And so I would tell myself, no, here's how we're going to think. We're going to think, Each day we have an opportunity to make some better choices. Each day we can make a better decision. Tomorrow, I am going to do a little bit better than I did today. So there was like this natural evolution of thinking that was happening. So I lose my weight. And then about 10 years after I've lost my weight, I go to the life coach school and they are teaching all this stuff about thoughts and feelings. And I literally had one of those moments where all the light bulbs came on and I knew that I finally had fit, like found something that explained what was happening organically for me. And so that was what really 
I think that's when for in weight loss, when my business really took off was I finally figured out, I now know how to teach people what I did. Because before I would just try to get them to do the things that I was doing. And it worked for some people. And I was always like, I normally am cussing, swearing, sweating, preaching. But I didn't really have a process for them to actually change those mental constructs that were the root of why they couldn't keep losing weight. So for me, it was 2015. Like I heard Brooke's podcast. I got certified as a life coach. The next year I got certified as a master coach and everything changed after that. I, I felt like I now had, it was like I had learned to speak the language that everyone else was speaking. I was like trying to tell them about weight loss, but I was over here like speaking Mandarin when everybody else is speaking English, you know? And then when I went to life coach school, it was like, oh, now I know how to talk about it. Now I know how to teach it. Now I know how to instruct it. So that's kind of what happened for me. So interesting. You you thought you're like, this is how I kept my weight loss off because I changed the way I was thinking, but I'm telling everyone to do the things, but this is what I really need to tell everyone. And you learn that at life coach school. Yeah. It's so funny because when I went there, there were so many stories about my weight loss journey that I literally didn't even remember until I was learning concepts. And I'm like, I remember this day when this happened and I thought this, it was, it was literally like light bulbs were exploding. All these pivotal moments that matter to women when they're trying to lose weight. I was like, I went through that. And I now actually remembered what happened. Like I knew that I kept going, but I didn't know why I kept going. Mm -hmm. And then suddenly it was like, oh, because I started thinking this way and I said these things to myself. And so that it was just very magical for me to be able to go through that and figure out now I actually know how to talk to people about it. And that's what just changed everything. And it makes sense to people. They're like, oh yeah, I guess if I talk to myself like a jerk all the time, it's a lot harder to do things. <laughs> it makes sense to people for sure. That's why everyone needs to know that. But everyone thinks it's like the other way. You got to beat yourself up or you won't really do the things you want to do. Right. Oh, it's so the other way. You didn't come from what, you know, a lot of money or anything like that. No, (laughs) I came from none of the money. (laughs) None of the money, right. And, you know, you didn't go to college. Mm -mm. And now you're a millionaire. You're, you paid for your niece's college and you're the most famous weight loss coach on the planet. Really? (laughs) You are. I'm so interested in changing the concept of what is possible for people. You know, I I grew up in Buffalo and it's had this hard times. And I know like where you grew up too, like, were you lucky? What changed? What was in you that you were able to dream so big and make it happen? Well, I don't think it was lucky. So I grew up in Northern Alabama. Then I moved to Nashville Mm -hmm. with a single mother we never had any money that never had money. Um, she was, she grinded. I think if I had to, if I had to pinpoint anything, it was watching my mother all those years, make sure that she worked enough jobs to be able to put us through private school. She was determined. We were not going to go to public school. She just, she went to public school got pregnant with me at 17, didn't get a good education. And she just thought if they never go to college, I at least want them to go to private school. And so she worked really hard all my life. And so for me, I didn't go to college. 
but I had work ethic in me. Like I just knew how to work. And I knew that there was something in me that always said, anything that you want will always be on you. I mean, when I grew up, if I wanted anything, lunch money, like if I just wanted to be able to go to high school and eat lunch, I had to have a job that paid for me to eat lunch. So I always had this, I guess, more of a belief in me that anything I wanted, as long as I applied myself, I'd get there. What I think changed for me was after I lost weight, one of the things that opened up was I solved something I always believed I couldn't do. And when I figured out that I could lose weight, if I could lose weight and I'd always failed and I'd always believed I couldn't do it, maybe I was wrong also about being successful, being able to build a business, being able to do those things. And it took me several years in my business before I would even dream big. Like just having a business and making a little bit of money. And I'm talking like 30K a year. Like mm-hmm. to me, that was like, I had arrived. I mean, I had a husband who, he, my husband, honestly, he had a great job, made good money. I never had to make money, but I loved working. Like I couldn't not work. And when I got my business going, and then when I hit the life coach school and was like, oh my gosh, there's ways to explain all this. It like it turned on. I really could be good at this. Like, Mm -hmm. I think I can really do this. And I just started putting my focus on in the beginning. It was more about just like, I wanted to just make a hundred K. And when I made a hundred K, I'd never in my life thought I'd make a hundred thousand dollars doing it like anything in one year. Mm -hmm. Then it just like started opening my mind up to, I literally can do things that I set my mind to. So just pick something and get to work. And that's after that's the way it's been ever since. Like even to this day, when when I'm planning our next year, our next five years, it's like, just pick something and let's get to work. And that's how I operate now. Oh my goodness. Yeah, you get to work. All right. <laughs> all your people and oh my goodness. Do you have a coach? And how does your, how does coaching, you get coached even when you have already lost the weight and have the success? Like, what do you have coaching? Does coaching have value to you, even though you're kind of like where people dream of being? <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> yes, I have a good. Co- I think the reason why I am where our people dream is because I actually have a coach <laughs> who <laughs> I've been working with the same coach now for three years. I hired her. I didn't have a coach for a long time. I had a, a good friend of mine who also went through master coach training and we would coach each other. Mm-hmm. And I love her to death. She's still, she's still my ride or die every morning. Like I'm like bitching, moaning, doing all the things like like a normal person would. Mm-hmm. But three years ago, I decided I was going to invest in my brain, and I really wanted to have my own coach who didn't love me. I wanted a coach who really would just cut through my shit. Always be like, you know, I'm on your side, but I'm on the side that you probably wouldn't even pick. <laughs> So uh, we work on all the things though. I would say the first year I worked a lot on feeling very guilty that I loved my job so much and that I preferred to work over like being with my son. I mean, I, I love my son, don't get me wrong, but I had a lot of reconciling going on there about how I just wanted to work all the time. It was during a real big growth period and I wasn't hustling but I was loving every minute of it. I could sit and read and ideate and and do things like nobody's business because I was just in love with it. The second year, 
I worked really hard on my relationship with, with my business. We were going through tremendous growth that year. And it was a lot of unlearning being the expert in everything, learning how to lead and not be a boss, learning how to not even like, I know this sounds crazy, but competing with my own team. Like, I didn't want to appear to be lazy. I didn't want to like, you know, like I would, I'd worked so hard all these years and suddenly I'd have some time off and then I would feel lazy. I would feel guilty. I would feel all the shame around taking time off. I would suddenly I would create problems. I was worrying that, well, if you're not working, you're going to get behind. I had to learn how to trust other people to take care of my business better than I could. That was a huge like ego moment that, I wasn't going to be the best at everything anymore because I'd always been the best. That's how I grew my business. Mm -hmm. So that year was about that. And this last year, it's really come more back to me and repairing a lot of just body trauma, body issues, really getting to the root of loving my body, not pulling it apart not being hard on it and understanding where all that's rooted. I, a lot of times I'm working on things with my coach too that I'm working on with my clients, like what I'm like interested in. And I just see so much body shame in the world right now. And I wanted to be able to work on it myself at a deep level so I can help my clients also. So that's what we've been working on this year. And that's been the hardest stuff I've worked on is just my relationship with me. Mm. Yeah. And and I hear so much about like self-love and and self-care and it's all over the internet, but I feel like no one really knows what that is. Yeah. Yeah. Like I oh, feel the same. Yes. Yeah, it's, you know, but you're going getting a massage and, and you know, and buying candles and stuff and taking a bubble bath. So yeah, I think- but, yeah. I mean, I think it's like doing the work to be on your own side. And it does take work. We have to like take the time to reprogram the way we think, to love ourselves from the inside out. How would you define it? Very similarly. I mean, what I've, I mean, you're saying exactly what the problem is, is that people, it's it's just like when I first started teaching my weight loss clients, I knew what I did to lose weight. It made sense to teach them what I did to lose weight. But what was missing was like, I was giving them like all the things to do, but they weren't changing how they thought about themselves. They were just trying to do what I did while still self-loathing, while still not believing in themselves, while still struggling to like make a mistake and not make it mean the end of the world. And the same thing happens in the self-care industry. It's, it's about the things we do for ourselves, but no one is addressing the real problem, which is we don't feel worthy. We don't feel deserving. We always think that the, like for women in particular, the the whole construct is that we're supposed to be a hot wife, take care of the kids, go slay some money. And then while we do it, uh, scrub toilets. Like we're supposed to be, you know, a maid, a sex kitten, mm-hmm. a, a, you know, a, a mother and, and then a business lady all rolled into one. And we don't change how we think about ourselves. And, but the world is teaching us like, you should like put yourself there, put your oxygen mask on. Like they tell us these things, but they don't tell us, but tell me how in the moments when I want to do it, how do you not feel like you should be doing something else? How do you not sit there and feel 
guilty for taking care of you? How do you sit there while you're doing you, not worry that your children are sitting over there neglected? You know, like that's the problem. And so self-care and self-love, until someone really understands what's going on in their mind around the concepts, it doesn't matter if you've got post-it notes telling yourself you're beautiful. And if you've got bath bombs going off every single night, if on the inside, it doesn't match up to the story you're telling yourself, you'll either quit doing it because it's aggravating you or you will just be miserable through the process. I mean, there's no sense in doing self-care if you're going to be miserable through the process. <laughs> it mm-hmm. defeats the purpose. So I think that that's the thing is that we have to start teaching more. And it, it ties into our weight loss. You know, that's why in weight loss, it's so hard for people to lose weight is because the diet industry is just trying to tell us what to do, but they're not telling us how to be the new person. How to th- And when you be that, that means you're thinking differently. So if you're going to be someone that loves yourself, It's not about what you do for yourself. It's about what you experience in your mind about you. And that's the beautiful thing about what we teach is, you know, we're teaching this all on such a different level. We're teaching about like, we got to get inside of here because whatever's happening here has to come first or none of the rest of it's ever going to happen. And it's, it's like you said, you still have a coach now. It doesn't end. It's just the mind is just something that constantly needs to be worked on but it can be embraced. And it's like, it's like such a fun thing to work on yourself. And, you know, it's just that changing the story and you can pick one thing off at a time, become this new version of yourself, right? Just by working on it. Yeah. And I think one of the neat things about like, you know, like when somebody works with you, I I think sometimes coaching people just think that they are, you know, basically I'm going to come in, I'm going to cry. I want to talk about all my doo-doo and my coach is going to help me. A lot of times uh, I would probably say a lot of my sessions are about my coach helping me see my potential, Mm -hmm. what I actually want, helping me get in tune with my wants and desires in a safe environment, and then helping me figure out what's likely to get in my way and how we overcome that. And I think that's, I think that's one of the things that's powerful about hiring your own like weight loss coach is someone's helping you see your potential. Diet plans don't do that for you. They don't help you see your potential. They're just telling you what to do. But if you can't see your potential, it's really hard to make that shit happen every day. Absolutely. And plus, you know, we always look to our past. Well, this happened last time. You have no idea how many times, you know, I sat in there. I'm like, all right, we're trying this again over and over and over again. We can like look to our future and see something different and, and, and go in that direction. Oh, I love our tools so much. So yeah. Also like self-sabotage. Everyone's confused about that with weight loss. What are your thoughts on how you explain that concept? So self-sabotage is essentially where, and this goes back to all the, like what's going on inside your mind. Mm -hmm. Self-sabotage is those thoughts that you never hear, but they're in there. (laughs) So I always like to say it is the sentences that that are running around in the background of your mind that are all true. And the only time you know they're happening is when you catch yourself doing crap you said you wouldn't do. So. For people, a lot of times what ends up happening is, let's say, here's a good example of self-sabotage. And this happens a lot. You are uh, wanting to start losing weight and you want it so bad you can taste it. You can see your future self walking into any store 
wearing all the jeans you would ever want to wear. And you just know that's your life. And you know that you're also miserable where you're at. You're just like, oh, every day, same old story. I overeat, blah, blah, blah. If your thoughts on the inside, it's like, you know, you need to do it. But on the inside, you're like, yeah, it's going to suck. You know, like losing weight, that's some hard crap. Like you're not going to be able to eat anything you want. You know that on the weekends, you like going out, you say goodbye to your social life. Like if on the inside, the way you talk about losing weight is really terrible. And then what happens is you notice every day you will be telling yourself, I'll start tomorrow. I'll start tomorrow. And you, it won't make sense to you. You'll wonder why you won't get started when you know you want weight loss so bad. It's like, I want weight loss, but there's something in the middle of it that's so scary and terrible. I'd rather not go after it than to have to go through that. And that's what self-sabotage does. So when you, what you want to be working on is looking at, so the way that I teach is find patterns that don't make sense in your life. If you know you want one thing, but you feel compelled to do something else, or you want one thing and you just notice you keep not going after it, the story that you have about whatever it is that you want or the process to get whatever you want is the story that's probably blocking you. And a lot of times what we have to do is self-sabotage is just not those thoughts. They're not obvious. They're very quiet. They are under the radar. They are the hidden beliefs that we have. And like in the diet industry, they're caused by a lot of diet trauma. The only time, the only way you've ever tried to lose weight is through sheer BS tactics cutting out major food groups, getting keto flus, feeling like a butt, isolating yourself from the world, your brain catalogs that and thinks now that every experience going forward, whoa, it's going to be awful traumatic. Are you sure you want to sign up for this? The last time it really sucked. It was hard on us. And that's why your brain will repel taking action. So it's just looking for those things, but like understanding, well, what are my thoughts then? If I'm not getting started, What do I think it's going to take to get started and be real honest and write that out? And then if it looks miserable, that's why you're not starting because you're telling yourself a miserable story. So that's when you want to, you have to confront it and you have to decide like working with a coach is really good because like somebody could show up to your session, you can help them explore this. And then you say, all right, but what else is true? And then we are really good about guiding the person through figuring out What is this new story going to have to be in order for you to be able to get out of being stuck and start taking some actions? Our brains are like, you know, an iceberg, like only the little part, the conscious part is above the surface. And there's so many thoughts driving behavior underneath. And that's why like coaching, it's just blown my mind and my clients. And that's, it's just so helpful to have someone walk through that with you. Yes. Oh my goodness. You know, I was thinking about like the pandemic. Do you know that the average weight gain is 29 pounds? I don't doubt it. I didn't know the number, but I do not doubt it. People were at home left with their mind and nothing to do. Like that shows you how much we have got to work on our brains. Because if the first, like pre-pandemic, this is everybody. Mm -hmm. Oh, if I just had time on my hands. If I could just sit at home, right. I was going to like remodel. I'm going to change my life. I'm going to lose the weight. Like yep. people always thought their pre-pandemic life was just, mm-hmm. oh, it's so busy. It's so hard. Can't get nothing done. The moment we're all literally stuck at home, 
and having to think all day and cut off from distraction, it's like, well, I don't like that picture. The inside of this is kind of crazy. I should eat. (laughs) Right? That's exactly what happened. People had a chance to look. They're like, oh, well, what do I do with this? Oh my gosh. And that's why more and more people are coming to me. They want to, you know, change this, you know, what am I going to do now? You know, the most best thing that you taught me in this certification when I was going through it, it's the one tool that it just, it blew my mind that I didn't know this already. When eating to enough, you've got to be kidding me. Like it's so simple, right? Eating to satisfied. What I just, it's the diet industry has me so into like how much I eat and looking outside of myself that when I sat down, I sat right here (laughs) with a steak and I just was like, I'll never be able to do this. Never, ever. And I chewed my steak until just like you said, my mind started to drift and I started thinking about Facebook or whatever. And I didn't want to physically chew the food anymore. And then I just took it and I threw it in the garbage and I was like, holy shit. But it's just such a simple thing. And we've been taught out of just listening to our bodies like that. Right. I think it's hilarious for all of us that like I've had those. I still have those moments every now and then. I mean, it's, you know, when we talk about the two parts of our brain, you have your conscious brain that's like, you know, we're doing an interview and all that kind of stuff. And then you got your habit brain that just runs in the background all the time. She's like, chatter, chatter, chatter. Let's talk about nothing. It's just a squirrel all the time. Yeah. I still to this day, you know, will have moments where I want to finish something. And, you know, it's just like it just comes over me. My brain is just like, well, don't waste that. That that's awful good. You know, like my brain's like, what are we even doing here? Don't you remember? I'm the 12-year-old version of you who starved, you know. Then I'm like, no, like I'm good. Like I know that I'll I'll eat again later. I'll eat again tomorrow. And sometimes I'm still just like, Corinne, I'm so proud of you. Oh my gosh, it still blows my mind at times when I just stop eating. <laughs> right? Wait, I don't want this anyway. What? Yes. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Like, but it is common it. sense. And that's why I don't complicate weight loss. That's why I don't teach you guys to complicate weight loss because right. weight loss, it, it shouldn't be complicated. Think of all the years we've been on this planet and nobody needed a calorie counting app and no one needed a diet plan. People lived for thousands of years learning like all they all they did every day was like mm-hmm. I think I'm hungry right. I think we've had enough like th- they didn't want to waste food that to them wasting food was overeating and now we think mm-hmm. of wasting food is like well eat all that you don't want that mm-hmm. to go to waste mm-hmm. right and like like you know Brooke Castillo would teach us is like but like what kept us alive then is like killing us now yeah. And yeah, so, yeah. yeah, our habit brain like naturally like just wants to finish it and eat everything. And that's okay too. When I knew that, like, oh, that's normal. Okay. It's going to tell me that, but I can still do this and think, and then it will eventually stop talking so much too. Yeah. And use your brain intentionally. And oh my goodness, like makes it all easier once you know how your brain and your body works and to listen to like what you just have right here. Oh. Oh my goodness. You're going, I'm getting nervous right now. So, um, it's okay. Yeah. (laughs) I I can cut that part out. I'm just proud that you're taking so much action. Like you should, like, you should take a moment right now and be very proud. Oh my gosh. Yes. You have no idea for three days. I've been like, Oh my God. (laughs) 
yeah. Yeah. So I even was talking to Amanda and she was like, and I'm like, Corinne's going to think I'm whatever, you know, now we'll bring stuff. And she's like, what does Corinne respect more than anything? And I'm like, take an action. Exactly. Exactly. That is mm-hmm. like, well, and the only way to, the only way to do anything in life is to be able to be willing to feel everything you're feeling, but take your action anyway. And while you're taking your action, work on your thoughts and feelings, but don't ever stop taking action. But like, let me do a dramatic pause in my life here and not do stuff for a couple of months while I get my thoughts and feelings in check. I have it's done like, that. Oh, yeah. It's like, keep going, keep going and just keep understanding like, I got thoughts, I got feelings. I can carry them along for the ride. I can work on those while I'm also moving forward. Oh, that's so good. I'll put that back in. Like, you know, I got all these notes up, be brave, all this, you know. And, right, keep taking action. That is so, oh my gosh. So yeah, thanks, Corinne. Would you like to tell everyone a little bit more about like the advanced certification and, and why I'm so honored is such a big deal? So um, Cheryl went through my advanced certification. It was the first one that we did. And we're doing a second one this year. It's the last one this year. And then next year, we'll only do one. It's for life coaches from the life coach school. It is for life coaches in particular from the life coach school who want to learn advanced weight loss techniques, the no BS way. So you will go through, it's now a four month program, which is a little different than what you guys got. We put one more month on it, but it's a four month program where you're going to learn two things. You're going to learn first and foremost, how do you coach the no BS concepts? How do you work with your clients? How do you give them an amazing experience? And how do you, like, how do you get all of that structure into place so that when people come to you, you know exactly what to do with them. You know exactly how to teach them in a simple way so that you can just show up and be brilliant every single day. Then on the other side, we're also going to be teaching you about the business side. So my thing is, it's not enough to be a brilliant coach. You've got to be a coach who can get your brilliance out into the world. (laughs) So there's also business coaching that comes along with it. So it's about getting your systems set up, basic frameworks, how to do your social, how to create like a, like, how do you create something so juicy for somebody that they're like, I would really love to give you my email address just so I can open up the conversation with you. So I'm going to teach you the process of like building out that system so that when you leave my advanced weight loss certification, you know how to have your voice in the world. You know how to get your clients to you and get them through to where they're working with you. So I just think it's important that we teach both sides. I, You know, it's it's not enough to teach people how to be a, a great weight loss coach if they don't know how to go and get their message out into the world. And I just want there to be more people who really understand the way that I look at things. It's, you know, learning about how do you, how do you talk to somebody and coach them through their self-sabotage? How do you help them unwind what's going on there? How do you teach self-love and self-care? You know, a lot of us are learning self-love and self-care on that on that action level, but we really have to start teaching people that they like, how do you help a woman become worthy? Like, it's not enough to just tell somebody they are, you have to teach them how to find the thoughts that they're having that prevent them from ever feeling worthy to begin with. And then a coach helps you bust through all that. So a lot of our weight loss coaching stuff is around the real things that you're not going to get in your standard weight loss coaching 
programs and stuff out there. Mm-hmm. Oh no, not at all. <laughs> and like getting the clients is, is the point of it all because I don't want anyone to needlessly suffer anymore. Like that is right. my mission. Oh, why I love this work so much. And this is a lot of work and so much fun, but I mean, I would send in recording after recording of videos of me coaching and, you know, you would send it right back and be like, nope, do it again. This, this, and this, and this. And, you know, at the end, so happy. I went through all that. Seriously. I'm like a whole different coach. I can handle any situation. And like, it's so much fun. And I'm so grateful you did this and can't believe you, you know, now you're going to have more people, but right now, you know, I'm a rare bird. There's only like 16 of us. There's was 18, 18. Of you. Oh, there was 18. That's, right. 18. That's it. Yeah, and then, uh, yeah. But if you want more information, you can go to theweightlossuniversity.com. Everybody can find information there. They can sign up for the wait list. Mm-hmm. And then I believe we're going to be taking applications. It's like around August 8th, 9th and 10th or something along those lines. And then we will send out final acceptance on August the 16th. So the class is going to start the middle of September and run through the end of the year. So I heard you have quite a wait list already. Yeah. Like 600 and something. <laughs> oh my God. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Right? We will not be taking 600. Let me just tell everybody, like get on there. And then when the applications come, yeah. get it filled out because it's, uh, yeah, it's going to be, we're going to, we're going to really have a, another great class. And um, I will be there. My team will be there. Um, we're bringing in our content person this time. We have a, a couple of people have been added to our team even since you guys went through. So my team of experts will be there, not only like teaching alongside me, but available for questions and to review things and stuff like that. I just think that, you know, women just need a leg up. And we also will take men in advanced weight loss certification. I don't take men inside my weight loss program. But one of the things that I find that is um, missing in the world, men in particular really have no one helping them with their mental weight. That is the next big area that I really want to help because we we need more men weight loss coaches out there. We do. Yeah. I don't think that's going to be my lane. <laughs> yeah. Well, and it's not my lane, but I'm yeah, more yeah. than happy to train a man who wants for that sure. to be Absolutely. For sure. There are more needed for sure. Yeah, Um, for sure. We talk about that all the time in our little group, but you know, (laughs) yes. Oh my goodness. Well, thank you so much. Well, thank you for having me. This was wonderful. Oh my goodness. Yes. It's so exciting. And yeah, if anyone, all the LCS certified coaches are listening, look, Corinne is on my little baby podcast, but Corinne, it is just the beginning because I'm going to make you proud. Watch me. You have already made me proud. You just keep on. Just you keep doing what you're doing. You're like, you have no reason to stop. <laughs> Thank you so much. You're welcome. I so appreciate you. Okay. Have a great day. You too. But <laughs> Thank you for listening to your One Wild and Precious Life podcast. And for more information on coaching with me, Cheryl Banco, you can go to www.cherylbanco.com and make sure to hit subscribe. Thank you and have a wild day.